grab your friends to spend the Metal Watch, the world's first, best, only, and probably last Metabots Domashi podcast. My name's Mitch, I use he and pronouns, and I've got the guts to die. But they've got the guts to live. Colin. I'm Colin and I've become the jokeler. <laughs> I use they them pronouns. I <laughs> I use joke joking pronouns. Uh oh man. You um, use ha ha pronouns. Ha he pronouns. Hee-haw pronouns. Uh, folks, <sighs> we live in a society. Can you tell that, like, we're recording this two weeks before uh, the election I'm working on ends? Uh, <laughs> also, these episodes... Oh, man, we're gonna get into it on this one. Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna hope we can keep this to a tight hour and 15. Uh, otherwise, I'm gonna fucking die on recording. <laughs> it's, uh... Um... Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things that happen in these episodes, but not any of them interesting in what happens. More about interesting what it's saying. So, uh-huh. I I will say I accidentally watched uh, the second episode before the first episode we were supposed to watch this week, and I feel like the second episode, like um, alone, has really good animation in it, handles sure. its themes really well, um, and like isn't. You know, is kind still kind of hokey in the thing that it's trying to push when we're literally, uh, God, how many episodes are we away from finishing the show at this point? Um, <laughs> we're uh, right there. It's finish line, baby. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, we have eight. We have eight episodes. Four episodes of the podcast left. Uh, you know, and very clearly, like, you know, this is either supposed to be a complete like filler episode. Or setting up what the end of end of the season is going to be, and and what is the ultimate thrust of Tabashi, um, and you know on its own, uh, um, uh, rough on a hot tin cat, I think is a really good episode. Um, it gives us some stuff that I'm not super excited about, but I'm still happy to watch, and I'm you know willing to see where it goes, and I think it handles everything in a way that's tasteful and bloody bloody blah. blah, blah. Um, and then uh, with the context of the previous episode, Arika to the rescue. Um, it's bad. Wow, it's <laughs> one Arika to the rescue is a garbage episode. Uh, it's awful. The animation in it is not good. The themes are very poorly executed. The thrust of that episode is very bad. It's like mm-hmm. pretty much in line with the one bad thing that Damashi keeps keeping in this now that Damashi has gotten good again. And when you combine these two episodes together, back to back, as they very clearly are supposed to be before we go into the final stretch of the show, um, do you mix that all together with the main themes of Damashi? Uh, it turns out that the ultimate power of metabots is going to be when a girl is a trad wife to a guy with a metabot and i don't like it (laughs) we're let's get into it because um i got some things you got some things yeah um Um, let's start this off i guess uh... hold on i guess (laughs) yeah the tying theme of these two episodes really is bulk and skull are phenomenal and i'm glad we get more time with them yeah, I've only they said their names more often. Uh, uh, it is written in their Metabots cards as uh, the bigger guy is uh, Kintora and the smaller guy is Minitora. Yeah, they do not um, say their names I, at all vocally. Here's the thing. Here's here's one of the things that made me sweat. Is so I started watching the second episode and was like, oh yeah, I complete. I know we said that these guys had really like these guys had like really memorable names, and I immediately don't remember them because we're behind on releasing episodes and recording and what have you. Um, and then they finally say them about a, you know, 
halfway to the episode. So, uh, you know, I, I make sure to write it down from that point. So I remember them. Uh, and then I get to the end of the episode and I go to like, oh, what's the next episode? And I realize, oh, no, I watch them out of order. I need to watch uh, uh, Arika to the Rescue and not Metaforced. And then I get I sweat for all of Arika to the Rescue because like, oh, my God, they're going to say these guys names. And then I'm going to have to go back and change everything on my notes. And no, <laughs> they never say their names in Arika to the Rescue. <laughs> Here again, yeah. simply nameless Bulk and Skull. Uh, Which I, I'm i still probably just going to call him Bulk and Skull. My notes still just call him Bulk and Skull the whole time because, hey. <laughs> I will call them by their actual names for uh, approximately the last quarter of this uh, this episode of MetaWatch. Uh, <laughs> or the last quarter of the us authentic... talking about MetaBots, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to hear my hot take that I've been holding in for forever? What's hot? You know, they're called hot gives because you're giving them to us. Um, no, you're taking them from. I'm offering them and you're taking them willingly. Um, that's what it, listen, it's I we don't forcibly put this podcast into anybody's phone. They have to either subscribe to it or manually download it. They're asking for this. This is a hot take. They're taking it from me. <laughs> I straight up send it to people. Uh, so Arika. Yes. We know her name is Arika. It's always mm-hmm. pronounced Arika. Um, sometimes and it's, it's pronounced Erica. That's fair, though. It has never been pronounced Erica in the show ever. Are you sure? Literally never. Okay, because I've always called Eri- her Erica. In, it's in- spelled Erica. And as far as I can tell, that is the official spelling. Yeah. And even probably like the original Japanese name hedges somewhere in between the two of them. So I only have to assume that Erica is pronounced Arika in, in Canada. That's the only thing I can come to. <laughs> Her her um, Japanese name is Arika. They call her that. Okay. And, like they say it. Yeah. I do not understand Canada. I I, I don't pretend to know their ways. And uh, resident expert Canadian, uh, yeah, newly friend I, of the show, is not with us today. I think I know what it is. Uh, so the character that you would use for the uh, you know e and Arika would be like an e character. Um. Which means that, yes, the, the E-R-I-K-A is, like, the proper, like, romanization of it, which just makes it very confusing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you ready to get on to talk about girl gamers? Uh, yeah, so, uh, um, Bulk and Skull are polishing their kilobots, and they see Icky, uh, um, Arika, and everyone else. They run into Miss Nye. Uh, they're gonna, uh, um, you know, they're gonna go to compete at some game that Icky wasn't tall enough to compete at, at the, the, um, not the carnival, the, uh, amusement park. Uh, mm-hmm. and even, you know, last year, even if he spiked his hair up, they wouldn't let him in. So now that he's finally tall enough, they're gonna go. They find out that Nye is actually the champion of this game. She has yeah. a big trophy for it. Um, and, uh, but she won't go with them because she has to wash her hair and uh, Arika is just mad because Iki thinks that she's bad at video games and likes Miss Nye. Um, <laughs> okay, we went over some things real quickly there. Um, we did. <laughs> first of all, Mimi Tora says, uh, while making fun of Kintora, that underwear is not a row battle command and neither is grape. Because apparently when they get scared while fighting, that's what they say. Which is funny, I guess. It, I it is technically I, comedy. Yeah. Finally, um, we have a literal translation of the Japanese track. <laughs> I guess so, that's the only way this makes sense. Uh, I don't know. Saying the word underwear is funny. That's that's a, that's a comedy joke. Look, I hang out with children a lot. 
So this, this is very so very clearly is supposed to be a pun on whatever like the the association with their names in Japanese are. Uh, yeah, that's a that could be. Um, but I want to point out, as bad as this episode is, Brass is here. Brass is well. Hmm. hmm. Uh, Brass yeah, is no, here. It's, the Brass being here does not make this episode good with what they're no. going to do to Brass over the course of this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't say any of that. But this is the first time we've seen Brass in like six episodes. Also, I was excited. I was excited for an episode called uh, Arika to the Rescue and Brass yeah. is here. Very clear that yeah. they're going to, you know, they're going to do some things. They're going to have agency. Um, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> it, it's a it's a show. Um, but uh, Miss Nye pulling the I have to wash my hair thing was deliberately to let Icky down because Icky was trying to uh, invite uh, uh, Miss Nye along instead of Arika. Um, or Meta B being his partner, he wanted to spend more time, and th- they've been outright making fun of Icky for his crush on Miss Nye this entire yeah. episode. Which and and for several stated, episodes before this, uh, yeah. but we've said it on the show, like we get it. But he's like, look, she's she's funny, she's kind, she's beautiful, and she's a gamer. I uh, uh, I just. I don't want to give. I don't even want to joke at giving this episode credit for the the way that it goes. Like I just Mm-mm. like you know like the whole the whole basis of this is it's setting up. Erika is jealous that Icky pays attention to Nye and not her. And even yeah. though because uh, like the 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 very next scene is Erika and Brass like hanging out, and Erika is mad about Icky's crush and mad that he thinks that she's not good at video games. And you know the show even goes so far as to have Brass say, but. Arika, you're not good at video games. It's not a thing that you give a shit about. You don't care about them. And Arika's like, I don't care. You know, Icky should think that I'm good at them. Or so, it's just this. It's just. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Yeah, it just sucks. It just. It's what. What the, the. What does this episode exist for? Except to suddenly like you know continue to ram this Arika Icky romance down our throats that like literally we have spent seventy episodes not having to worry about or not caring about not being developed uh yeah. i miss karen yeah karen was great uh, uh give us charlie brown I, his own redheaded girl and then we don't really have to deal with it yeah i mean i i miss arika being allowed to have outside interests that like really affected the plot and like you know or not even affected the plot like affected her own life without necessarily having to affect the plot because now like her being a news person only comes into play when it can save icky hey we'll get into this later but her special interests played a big role in this episode yeah ex- <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get yeah to we'll it. get into uh, it but yeah they, um, go, they go to the amusement park uh fucking bees playing whack-a-mole and he loses at whack-a-mole and icky puts his finger up bees butthole which is kind of funny um <laughs> <laughs> i just love that uh professor Aki personally designed a butthole and nye's yeah. like i'm gonna make sure this carries over to the next design Listen, we know children love playing concho, and if we can't let them stick their fingers up their metabots' buttholes as a prank, then, like, what is life? We've, we've yeah, then, destroyed tradition. Then the kilobots have already won at that point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Arika and Brass show up late. Arika says she's sorry. Um, and uh, then they go off to the game, but it turns out Bulk and Skull followed them. I wonder what's going to happen. No, uh, they're going to play real quick. <laughs> real quick. I, I want to point this out. There is another theme in these two episodes, 
which is men always have to wait on girls. Like it's explicitly said in the second episode, but multiple times in this episode, they are waiting on Arika or Nye. This is just a continuation of the shitty bullshit romance trope that they're doing. It is not yeah. its own separate trope. It's a subset of that trope. <laughs> that, that, that is fair. It just, you know, girls are always late. You know how it be. So they're going to play laser bat, which doesn't make sense because there are no bats. It's just laser tag. I don't understand why it's called no, laser bat. They were giant fire-breathing birds, which were rad, but they're not the, bats. They're not, they're not bats. Uh, they also don't shoot lasers. None of this make uh, the, the guns were lasers. I, I, I also don't understand why there's a height requirement. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have kids running in there, then you have to have a different like set of waivers or whatever for small children, and we can't oh, have that because yeah. that's not how you run a business. So yeah, a giant holographic bird breathes fire at Arika, and she so, can't shoot right, and then she gets a tiny trophy, and she's bad at video games. Even so, though these aren't even video games, this is a virtual reality game. It's a completely different thing. <laughs> there are uh, two things real quick. Uh, before they go there, Bulk and Skull bump into each other, not knowing each individual person was um, scheming separately to attack. But then but then Minitora, uh, Minitora goes, all right, so do you know the plan? And then Kintora's like, no. And I'm like, of course he doesn't. You guys just bumped into each other without talking about this ahead of time. But... Then they go to high five after they said, we're just going to jump them and cheat. They go to high five, but instead of holding, instead of high fiving, they just kind of hold hands and just hold them there. They do. And I'm like, they do I'm weirdly like, hold hands like they're in love. I do like, love, I love this boys. because, uh. okay, full disclosure, I do that with my friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> go to high five. And especially uh, one of my good friends, you know, we go to high five and like, we'll just hold our hands there and just kind of hold hands for a second instead of just... Yeah slamming our hands together uh in fact i'm best man at his wedding on saturday oh oh yeah that is a saturday uh yeah um so hey i i saw that and i'm like i do love this um i hope you hold that man's hand this weekend um i'll do it just for you uh but so anyways uh, hold on Enrique hold on tiny- we do yep, get yep. um i'm sorry we get the scores we get the top two scores and only the top two scores which sucks uh nice score was 203 which is impressive considering Cam is the next on the leaderboard at 97. Okay, that is a that is a gulf. Uh yeah. So like I we assume cuz we know Cam is very good at things. <laughs> Cam can beat Banjo at video games and Banjo's supposed to be super video game nerd guy. Um and Cam beating him was supposed to be impressive to show us how good Cam was. And if Cam's best is 97 and he's supposed to be phenomenal and now he gets a 203 that's impressive, especially since they are fighting giant hologram monsters in hologram forests with laser guns. Which means Nye is running around like dodge rolling and shooting giant birds, which is cool. And I would like to see that episode. Here's the but thing, I- Mitch. Uh, that went by so fast that I did not even notice it, which makes me just think that it's random numbers and letters they threw on there. Well, like we- this, like I, I appreciate what you're trying to do for the world building of the show, but this episode does not deserve it. <laughs> Speaking of world building, though, once again, we get another video game in Metabots world that are way cooler than Metabots and also remind me of Yu-Gi-Oh! directly. But like (laughs) this, the hologram fighting, like we get so many cool hologram like video games that are like VR or AR or something. It kind of makes robots that are your friends that shoot each other not less cool because that is still super cool, but like less 
exciting to me as a viewer. Like, I'm used to robots well, now. Well, Give me I hope. mean, uh, the thing you have to keep in mind is the holograms are very clearly from the previous tradition of, like, the new hit video game thing. And uh, the the immediate swing back are these, uh, you know, uh, these metabots that are, they're real, they're physical, you can touch them. It's so much better than all of these, like, you know, hologram amusements that we used to have. I'm just saying, like... Or maybe the secrets, like, season four of Metabots Dimashi is uh, holograms taking over or fucking whatever, I don't know. Metabots were holograms all along. Uh, Anyways, Arika sucks at the game. She gets a tiny trophy. Uh, uh, Icky scoreless. says he did better, but Icky doesn't show what his trophy looks like. Uh, uh, Arika's mm- mad because Icky's making fun of her for being bad at video games, so she gets ready to leave because she's over the subplot. And no, that's when Vulcan Show comes up and tries to kill one of the killabots. Because Arika's score was two, and Icky's score, because he shows the ticket, was 148. So he got second place, and he's better than Cam. Okay. Which makes the thing that happens later on in the episode that I, I believe that you picked up on right there kind of confusing. <laughs> it's me. I don't know. It's um yeah. Uh, well, no, we'll we'll get there. I yeah. I think that is like maybe one of the truth like through like one of the like yeah. true touching moments of the episode. I still think this episode's fucking garbage. Um, yeah, no, for show. Yeah, uh, you know why this episode's fucking garbage? Because Balkan show uh, the Balkan skull show up. With their kilobots and immediately attack Arika and Icky and B and Brass, and Brass just immediately gets taken out by a shot. No, does not fight for the rest of this episode. Immediately just yeah, shot. She's she, out. That she's done. Chumped well, out. she's shot, but like she's not destroyed. She just gets shot and then lays down, going, "Help me." Yeah, but does she do anything until no. like I guess she does no, like a little bit in the final battle, but like yeah, yeah. no, like the, this she, this episode is completely disrespectful to having a character in it. Like, and again. Like, I, I, I said this to you, but, like, Arika and Brass being bad at this video game does not make sense. Brass is canonically a better shot than Meta B. Her yeah. specialty is precision targeting, and we've seen her time and time again, especially in the original series, how great she is at sniper shots. And Arika, I mean, okay, like, we've never seen Arika with a gun, but we have... <laughs> but she has a camera. She very yeah, clearly and... has good, like, you know, hand-eye coordination. Like... <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, what do you do with the camera? You shoot people with them. I mean, yeah. it's a different <laughs> different <laughs> definition. Also, but, but no, like, have, Arika's great have... at combat, and she's competitive. Her being we've... good at this would make sense. We've also seen Brass take more hits than this and still keep going. Like, this is just... Yeah. Also, it sucks. Also, Arika has ninja training. We remember uh, Welcome to Ninja World. She did all those ninja moves. She she likes ninjas. She likes obstacle courses. She should be good at this, I would say. But apparently, but she's not bad at video games. Fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, this is when B gets ganged up on and gets electrocuted to death, and the whole fight gets broken up by a park employee. Uh, and uh, yeah, the the uh, and Skull and the Kilowatts run off. And the thing we're left with is that uh, B's camera is broken down. Um, so Icky and Meta B, they go to head off. B keeps tripping. Uh, and this is when Bulk and Skull begin to follow them. Um, uh, you know, Icky and Meta B have a moment alone and Icky apologizes because, uh, you know, he, you know, it's it's not uh, Brass and Arika's fault. It's his fault for one, not being a better friend to them, but also just being a bad robatler. And blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. Like they get attacked. It, it fucking yeah. It's I don't know. 
Mitch, I'm sorry. I can't get excited about this episode. I really don't even want to recap it. <laughs> I okay. think this episode Here. is just bad. I'll I've had a bad day. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Medibee's targeting array is uh, destroyed, so he's seeing things funny. He's seeing yeah, he's like seeing three Arikas and three Ickies. Yeah. I made a Simpsons joke. I'm seeing triple views, six Ickies. I got, uh, <laughs> we go on. Uh, Icky feels bad and says to Medibee, you should be blaming me. And Medibee very quickly and like just says, I'm not blaming anybody. Like, hey, these things happen. Cool. Yeah. Arika calls Miss Nye. Miss Nye's like, hey, I'm like, She's doing surgery on a Metabot right now. With, yeah, uh, like, like she's doing intense like Metabot research on a tin pet. But I guess she figures it out and like tells Arika and Brass what they like need to do to fix Metabot. How to uh, fix it using common household equipment that she goes and buys real quick. And then understands from uh, Nye's description how to fix Metabot. Because yeah. get this, Arika is actually very good at almost everything she does. And, and that is including listening to instructions and then following them even though it's our first time repairing a metabot. Like, yeah, that should be more impressive than this episode makes it out to be. Um, Nye goes through like four faces when Arika calls her. <laughs> and like, yeah. I, I think if I had the sub, like I'd be able to guess because that one of them is kind of a sly, like, I know what you're saying. So I assume she's saying something about like feelings for Icky or whatever at that point in time. But then she gets serious. It's a, it's weird how quickly they, she runs through those faces. Um, Bulk and Skull chase after Icky and Medibee. They hop in bumper cars and go driving off. Medibee goes, which bozo do I shoot? Icky says, aim at one of them. Did they yeah. swerve? No. Then aim at the one next to him. And I'm like, that's very good advice. I am surprised. He still misses. He does yeah. not hit any of them. <laughs> I am very surprised. His targeting array is damaged and they don't make a meta force joke. <laughs> like, it's right there. Like, I'm not... I have very complicated feelings about Star Wars. I have very complicated feelings about Star Wars. Yeah, but like I don't know. Like they don't. I, I, they've never really made Star Wars jokes in this show. No, ever. But targeting array being damaged, having trouble aiming. Metaphors is a word that we use multiple times an episode. Like uh, it's it's there. <laughs> I'm surprised that they didn't. Like I, it's low hanging fruit. If, if they did use it, I still wouldn't find it funny. Honestly, well, I wouldn't uh, have find it funny. And I don't either. know if it's just because I'm so like sour about this episode or not. But <laughs> um, Arika's buying stuff, uh, seemingly junk, but context tells you it, it's going to be used to fix Metabi. Brass uh, is there, kind of worried. Arika says, "Go find Metabi." Brass says, "But," and Arika starts yelling at Brass. I do not believe in any world. <laughs> Even if worried about Metabee, Arika would yell at Brass. Like, that. no. Yeah. They're best friends. Um, Metabee and Icky crash inside of a mirror maze. And the visuals here are actually pretty fun. Uh, it is simply changing the line uh, art from black to white. But it makes a really neat effect. They add a slight echo. Um, we do see, like, reflections of Metabee and everybody there. It looks nice. I enjoy it. Um, Bulk and Skull bump into Icky and Metabee while in the mirror maze. Uh, Metabee... Bumps into a wall in surprise. So Icky gives him a piggyback. To which Kentora says, Piggyback, that looks kind of cute. But why would Icky piggyback Metabee? <laughs> which, hey, they appreciate it. I'm happy. They can't be bad guys if they appreciate a good piggyback, right? Um, Ariki shows up to fix Metabee. Uh, Icky immediately does not trust her to do a good job. Once nigh there. Uh, Metabee just runs up, says, shut up. I trust her. <laughs> And like that's yeah, it. That's like good they, they have like they have a good emotional connection over like Arika really wants them to to trust uh, her to like 
be able to like do do this job they run off to a ferris mm-hmm. wheel they do the surgery in the ferris wheel there's like a weird prism thing she lowers yeah. a needle in on a thread she realizes that that you know b still can't see because his like lens is cracked so she breaks her camera open to get the lens out of there and puts it in in meta b and they get off the ferris wheel and they get in a fight with Bulk and Skull, and then Nye shows up after they win to fully fix Meta B, and everybody's sorry. Uh, now, hold on real quick, <laughs> because uh, they run into the Ferris wheel, and it goes around, and Kintori says, we lost them. And <laughs> Minotaur's like, no, we didn't, idiot. We just had to wait for them to come back around. And it's they had this dramatic sting after he says that, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess that's drama. Okay. Um, but Arika uh, fixing Meta B is weird. So Medibi's head is mostly hollow. We can see this by the way the needle and the thread just drops in. I think that's to like line something up straight because it it's not fixing anything. Dropping a needle on a string inside Medibi's yeah, I really head. have no idea what it's doing other than like recalibrating some kind of yeah. laser or something. I don't fucking yeah. Medibi um, having a prism in his head doesn't make sense to me either, knowing what I know about robotics and light. Um, <laughs> but all right, whatever. Maybe they're sending like special soul energy from the i don't i don't know it's weird uh metabee having one lens i'm maybe the zoom was weird on the the image so he's got multiple lenses but they just showed one lens him having one lens but two independent eyes also does not make sense to me but okay um his lens in his head being the same lens as arika carries around on her camera coincidental weird but okay but arika the problem i have is arika has lost so much agency in this series that the one thing she had to herself individually was journalism and she's sacrificing that for metabi now uh, part of that has to do with absolving herself from guilt i understand but like a lot of it is like hey i'm trying to make things up to icky i'm i'm going to break my most precious possession yeah, like I would, I would be fine with this episode. Like, well, I wouldn't be fine with this episode. I would be fine with this concept of an episode if it was framed around Icky getting himself into trouble, getting into this fight, needing someone to save him, and Arika being the one with the competency to do it. When yeah. in you know in a situation where Icky couldn't rely on on Nai, like I think that would end up being a good framework for an episode. And instead, it's uh you know completely framed around the fact that Arika is jealous of Iki and Nai's relationship, wants to prove her worth to Iki, and the way that she is able to do that is by breaking the thing that she uses to do the thing that she loves and is good at. And it just, it's this episode fucking blows. Also, like, hey man, lenses screw on. (laughs) Like, she could have (laughs) just, she didn't have to smash Like, the like we see her. you don't have to break the camera open. Like, the part of the camera she breaks does not have a lens in it. Uh, also, like, the the most fragile part of a camera is the lens. Don't smash it on the ground, dude. Um, yeah. And She's also, lucky that the lens didn't break. Uh, now, granted, I'm not a world-famous uh, anime director. Uh, we all know this. But... Um, Boy, like w- when you when you see the camera in her bag and you're like, oh, I get it. And then she picks it up and Nikki's like, no, don't do it. And then she raises it over her head and then comes down. And that's when you cut out. Like, I mean, yeah, you didn't want to draw her smashing the camera. But like you could have just had her look at the camera. And that carries to me the same emotional weight without having her to break her camera. You know, 
<laughs> like we we understand the concept of her sacrificing the camera lens to Medebi's head. We don't. I personally don't know if we needed more than that. Um, especially since they say outright multiple times Arika's camera lens. Um, but Medebi gets out, uh, does a cool smoke cloud with all the uh, the shooting that uh, the other guys are shooting at, and then says like gives a warning shot and says, "I'm not going to miss again." That's rad. Uh, they fight on a roller coaster, which is fine. It's fun. Traditional. My, uh, my eyes but, glazed over for this entire fight. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh. But then they fight in the spinning teacups. And Medebi's just nailing shot after shot as, spin, as he spins around in a teacup. And then, the, I mean, there's a, a dumb target game. We get, ah, underwear as a command, which was fun. Um, but then we get the reason why these two guys are attacking Icky. Because Cam says unless they beat Icky, they're not going to get any more free parts. And then they lament after they lost... Now we'll have to get part-time jobs. I, too, would rather beat up a child than go to work. Like, I understand this. this I get their motivation. Solidarity. Uh, you can't simply beat up a child because you don't want to work. I'm sorry. I don't... I mean, hey, if I'm getting paid... It, it's mercenary work at this point. A part-time job... Look, I've had part-time jobs before. They've never been good to me. But yeah, um, the other big problem I have with this episode is after Nye comes. Um, and Nye's praising Arika for being brilliant i mean the ingenuity the level of skill she had to do um the composure of being able to do this on the fly in a ferris wheel with no tools and no experience like that's incredibly impressive and she's like isn't that right icky and then icky starts smarting off medibi forces them to apologize to each other and they do while blushing and then again i'm not a director but i would have just had them kind of zoom out instead of medibi going if i didn't know better i'd say you'd had a crush on her and then laughing at them i'm like yeah, because they do the whole thing where they both have like the little blush stickers on their cheeks, and it's just like yeah. I, I'm I'm fucking over it. Uh, I yeah. I I hate that this is like what the what the thrust of Dimashi is is going to be is the thing they've been leaning so heavily into is the power of friendship between a meta fighter and a uh, a meta bot, and now they're going to like you know very clearly the thing they've kind of been like. Uh, uh, building up towards is like network of networks of friends and the way that like you know fighting with another person like makes you more powerful than these impossible killing machines and da 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 and like what are they doing in the last eight episodes ten episodes is we get we've gotten set like several episodes at this point that's all about a romantic relationship being set up between Icky and, and uh, Arika and we've gotten a couple of fun episodes of hinting at a, a Sam Genkai thing. And then the next mm-hmm. episode is a Sam Genkai shipping episode. This is what the, the finale is going to be about true love conquering kilowatts or some bullshit. And it's just like, I'm done. I don't know if I, if I, I don't even want to maybe, uh, we will finish Damashi, but I don't yeah. want to right now. Uh- <laughs> wow. Like, okay. <laughs> Damashi has been a roller coaster for both of us. That's fair, uh, but the it was the, so good. It's been so good up until this exact moment, and it just becomes so clear this is what the show is going to be about from now on. Like one bad ship ruining a show is powerful, but like, hey, it, when that <laughs> happens, like, like the Eureka Icky ship uh, is so obvious. Obviously, it's a shonen anime. Like well, you have a main girl character and a main boy character, they're going to end up together. That's how that's how kids' TV works. And this has been a thing that but, we have literally praised the show so many times on is the fact that it does not actually follow up on that. That yeah. it like directly subverts it, like so much in the first two seasons. Yeah. And it's just like 
But and and yeah, we kind of like joking, like well, half serious, half jokingly, have shipped Metabee with a lot of different other Metabots, but like very clearly that was not the intent of the authors. Uh, and it just it's I don't know that just like, ugh. I got some fodder this next episode, which contrary to what you believe, because yes, it is a Sam Genkai and an Arc Dash Pepper Cat, but we get some good things from uh, my uh, Meta Dash ship over here. They fight. They fight. They fight. That's it. Like I, I oh. can't read it any other way except them oh. fighting. Oh, uh, I got it. It, it. it I no, it. Mitch. It does not read as romantic at all. It reads as they are having two guys fight because Meta oh. B wants to row battle and Arc Dash is obsessed with the girl. It does not read as anything romantic or shippy at all. I am sorry. Like we'll get there. I d- we'll get there. I'm, I wrote down I'm words. At, I am Mitch. I am at the end of my fucking rope with these episodes. <laughs> okay, let's get into rough. I do not want to get into an, another hour of Metabots to talk about reading <laughs> way too deep into shipping Metabi and Arc Dash right now. I am very serious about that. <laughs> Uh, you're missing out. All right, I'll just hey, I'll save it for the tweets. If you want to find out how I can prove that this is in the show, tweet me. We All have right, rough um, on a hot tin cat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paper cat versus two kilobots. This is a good fight. Yeah, it is. Uh, th- th- this is what I will say. I watched this episode before the previous episode. The animation on this episode fucking whips ass. Uh, Sam uh, goes to talk to Icky after fighting Bulk and Skull, uh, and because they challenged her, and Peppercat beat the shit out of them, and it fucking rules. <laughs> Single-handedly, no sweat. Like this is, this is the Peppercat we know. Like this is yeah. how Peppercat was season one, series one. I am sorry. I don't know why I said season one. That doesn't even make sense. Um, but the first series, this is how Peppercat was. And then it wasn't until they made Peppercat a comedy character this season that this feels weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is the exact opposite of the episode that we just talked about, where this mm-hmm. is actually what we've been asking the show to do for the whole fucking yeah. thing, is, like, let Sam and Peppercat just be Sam and Peppercat. Because, like, yeah. you know, they're fucking kicking ass, and, like, you know, Icky's like, oh, you came to us because you needed help for a rematch or whatever, right? And, like, Sam's like, no. Like, I don't at all. And, like, it, Icky doesn't believe them. And Peppercat's like, oh, no, yeah, we've been training a lot with Genkai. We've been spending time with them and getting good. Uh, and they get suspicious about that. Also, it's winter again. It's very important. It's winter. There's snow on the ground. Everybody's dressed the same except they have scarves. Uh, <laughs> hey. Maybe <laughs> scarves are just cool. I I don't know. I'm beyond trying to keep track of time in the show anymore. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, yeah. Metabi does get a good line here that I really like. Because Metabi and Nikki just do not believe that uh, Paper Cat and uh, Sam can actually fight well. Which is dumb, sure. But yeah. Metabi says, oh, I get it. You fell out of bed, bumped your head, and now you think you're me and Nikki. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Also, in Metabee's, uh, you know, and in, in, to Metabee's credit, he has been watching the show for all of Damashi, so he, you know, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't understand why he would make the incorrect assumption that Peppercat and Sam can't fight, but uh, that is that is what ultimately clues the men that they've been, you know, hanging out with, uh, um, you know, Genkai and, and Arc Dash a lot and getting some training in there, um, which they're scandalized by, and then almost like on cue, we cut over to Cam, who is meeting with Bulk and Skull at the abandoned bowling alley. Yeah, I was mad. He's taken over the turf. <laughs> I yeah, I got this is Ginkai's hideout. Yeah. And he No, Cam, you can't just appropriate this No, leave. It's not your yeah. bowling alley. This is now a good aligned bowling alley. Uh <laughs> 
but yeah, he's going to formally fire Bulk and Skull, which makes more sense if you watch the episode that comes yeah. before this one. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they, they beg for it. And so he uh, is like, okay, I'll cut you some slack. He offers them a medal and it's a medal that just has a little well, cute smiley face on it. Yeah, I really like this. <laughs> but then he goes, um, so this is money because he says flip for it and they're betting on whether or not it's heads or tails. Yeah. And then later on, we see a whole stack of these. And then like, he knocks them over. And then later on, we see another one. I think this is just money. This is uh, this is Metacoin. Um, are these, yeah, uh, Mitch, are these tokens non-fungible? <laughs> oh. It's totally in character that it's Extreme Tech would make yeah. uh, a, 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 a company script token that you can spend, like, at their store or whatever. Like, this is, yeah. you know, rewards bucks or tokens you can get to use simulators or something. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> my favorite part about them is they are designed to look like their opposition's medals. Yeah. Because <laughs> golden medals are what the Metabot Corporation uses. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, okay. Yeah, all right. Um, well, it's, but it's also I, funny because he, he flips it to them initially, and they're like, oh, my God, you're giving us rare medals that we've never seen before? And he's like, no, you idiot. You're fu- you fucking suck. <laughs> it is very good. Um, but... Between this betting, the, him betting a couple times in this next later bit of the episode, I think Cam's got a gambling problem. I think that also tracks. Yeah, he's not going to the arcades to play arcade machines. He's going to play pachinko or fucking whatever. Uh, <laughs> Which is where he runs into all the Yakuza's. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the coin does flip on heads. Uh, so Cam does agree to give them some help. We'll see what that is later. Uh but uh, we cut over to Sam and Peppercat talking, and Sam wants to end her business relationship with Genkai um, because she, like, you know, training's a two-way street, and she doesn't want to give all of her secrets to Genkai so that he can beat her. Mm-hmm. Um, this makes is when sense. And Skull, yeah, it, it does. Um, this is when Bulk and Skull show back up to re-challenge her and uh, uh, tell her that, you know, they're going to fight her on, uh, what is it, Never Again Mountain or whatever? Yeah, something dumb. Yeah. Um, and she accepts. And, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, they approach and hand her a formal invitation to fight, a formal challenge. She does say that their, uh, um, their, their, uh, penmanship have, is very good. Yeah. Which, if you remember the last time we saw a challenge, it was Sam faking a challenge from Icky to the, uh, Mystery Metafighter and remarked that she uh, was mimicking Icky's poor penmanship, which makes yeah. me think Sam's got a thing for penmanship that's another sophisticated talent of hers. It, it's a thing that I believe that her mom would make sure she's trained in. That yeah, totally makes sense. That's fair. They, she's got a lot of things going on in the background that we just don't really see ever. And yeah. it makes her a great character. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah. Then as Minotaur, uh, Minotaur leaves, he says... Uh, and I forgot to tweet this earlier, but he says, don't you get cold feet, sweet knees. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> which which I love. I'm going to say that all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not ever call me sweet knees. Uh, but yes, we also see that um, uh, Zuru has been watching from around a corner. So he knows, and uh, showing restraint for the first time in the show ever, uh, he isn't going to show up until, like, the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, he's getting there as a Sasuke. Like, he's yeah. he's actually, I I like him now. 
It turns out yeah. all you need for me to like you as a character is to have massive data issues. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, they're, they're just going to get worse, too. Uh, yeah. I, I will say this episode is so much better than the episode that we just talked about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're having more fun. Yeah. Uh, God. Um, I just that. Oh, a Rika focus episodes in Dimashi are just fucking garbage. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so we go, we cut to, like you said, Genkai and Arkdash are waiting for Sam and Peppercat. They're waiting at the park at the big fountain that uh, I believe in episode one we saw uh, better be destroyed with a cannon. Um, and we immediately find out that Arkdash is in love with Peppercat. Mm-hmm. Calls her calls her his peppercorn. So uh, <laughs> Sam and uh, uh, Peppercat show up and Peppercat just goes, salutations, Arkdash. To which yeah. he immediately replies, where have you been all my life? I'm like, that's, a, well, all right. I mean, if you guys are hanging out every day, like, that's a that's a strong hello. Um, yeah. And then he calls her my sweet pepper, to which Genkai says, I don't remember installing a heart tin, man. And he gets replied to with, who stepped on your strudel this morning? Which is also a very good thing. Yeah. The lines in this episode pop. We Yeah, we have the good Metabots punch-ups. It's very good to hear. Uh, oh, man. Uh, hey, Genkai says, why are your cheeks so rosy? And Arkdash says, I'll have you yeah. know I'm candy apple red. Canonically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he simply is that color. He's he's not blushing. He's just blushing all over. Uh, <laughs> it's very good. Oh, man. Um, and yeah, this is... Uh, uh, it also turns out Icky and Metabee had followed them because mm-hmm. they want to get in on whatever this action is. Uh, which is when Spike and Sloan show up and they admit the truth to Sam that uh, uh, they they told Icky and B everything. And that's when Sam gets a laser blush and beats the shit out of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which then I guess, uh, you know, they they agreed to do some training to help uh, Peppercat train for a two on one. Arkdash keeps asking B to be his wingman and stand here and get the shit beaten out of him. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It's, Look, it's fucking hey, whatever. Uh, you're not. You don't want me to get into it, so I won't. But Meta I don't. B I does, don't. See, I legitimately do not see how you take any of this as Meta B and Arc Arc shipmate. It's just it, it. They are literally putting on the page that this is about Arc and Peppercat having a relationship, and B being frustrated because B just wants to fight people. <laughs> Meta B complains he doesn't get a cutesy bootsy nickname, and he goes, "This is one sided." That's 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 right there. That's textual. It's not delivered with any kind of jealousy other than just like, oh, why? You know, it, it's delivered in such a platonic friendly way that it does not come off as like, why don't you love me? I love you. Like, literally, I do not there. I do not see any <laughs> subtext here at all. <laughs> um, but later on, he gets a nickname. So clearly, Arkdash was listening. Arkdash calls him it's, Bean this, later. This is not like when Medivy catches Arkdash <laughs> out of a window and Bridal carries him. We have had subtext before. This is not subtext. <laughs> look, look. He keeps calling Peppercat by vegetable names. Later on, he says Medivy needs to go back to the farm and calls him a bean. Like, very clearly, Arkdash's love language is calling people vegetables. <laughs> or berries, technically. Uh, with the pepper uh legumes oh you know whatever like calls them various foods <laughs> but yeah uh I, it is me it is me stretching here to be sure <laughs> i'm well aware but um uh um arkdash tells metabi he's going to stand in for xor and metabi's like no that guy smells like sour cream and onion potato chips 
<laughs> so, Colin, because we haven't had a weird tangent yet, what would your Metabot smell like? Uh, I don't know. Gun oil? Like, I I don't understand how a Metabot could smell like sour cream and onion potato chips unless you were just crunching them in there, which I wouldn't do. That's a waste of good potato chips. I assume it's because he snacks a lot on, like, smelly foods and then, like, doesn't wash his hands. Yeah, That's I, don't, what I'm I, assuming. I, I, I don't I don't know what my Metabot would smell like farts i don't know uh <laughs> all right mine obviously would smell like greasy garlic food i, I can't help it <laughs> I, I know what i like i would cover my metabot in garlic butter <laughs> i would do it on purpose like it's hey it's a built-in oil slick and also my <laughs> metabot can now help me make my food taste better by dumping garlic butter on it it's win-win baby know. I don't, well, I don't know, is it clarified garlic butter? Because, like, regular, yeah. like, regular yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. garlic butter would have too many solids in it. Uh, yeah, absolutely clarified <laughs> garlic butter. Wait, what do you take me as, a simpleton? Like, come on. I'm trying so hard to play with you in this space. <laughs> Fine, uh, all right. So, we'll uh, we, do, we do eventually get a fight between the three of them, but it happens entirely off camera, and we mostly look at a snow-covered streetlight instead. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, um... Uh, uh, fucking, uh, Sam and the screws go to Mount forget me not or whatever. Uh, and they're making their way up. It's, it's certainly in a, in a rural place. It's out of the way. Uh, and they get, uh, you know, stopped prematurely by Bulk and Skull, uh, who are, are ready for this fight, but then they reveal what their secret weapon is. It's all of the other mid-boss antagonists from Damashi. Uh, we've got Susie's here. We've got the monkey triplets. We've got that guy that we don't like that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a good description. Um, but yeah, it's a fun little bad guy team. And like, they yeah. got little, the little cutouts for their face on the screen. It's nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, we see Cam and Black Beetle. And Cam's got a tracking satellite watching he's got, everything. Yeah, he's got, like, fucking radar or something. Uh, he, he says, my personal tracking satellite. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to make political commentary about this, but that's that's something. Oh, also, this is the scene where they officially remind us that their names are Minitora and Kentora. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I, if I'm going to have a, you know, a small little bad guy team for a comedy sake, I'm just not going to give them names in the show. And then go, <laughs> hey... Did we actually name these guys? Did we say their names out loud yet? No? All right. We got a few episodes left. We'll toss it yeah. in. <laughs> They've only been the stars of four shows or four episodes already. Yeah. You know, it's whatever. What are the, what are the names in the, uh, in the credits? Who knows? Who, who watches those? Uh, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Um, Spike the, and Sloan. The, the credits got cut off in? on Fox kids anyway. Oh yeah. That's yeah. They, well, like, you know, uh, as all, apparently all cartoon networks do now cartoon network in the lowercase, not the uppercase, mm -hmm. even though technically the, 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 the final culprit is with the uppercase, uh, they mm -hmm. are doing shrunken, uh, sped up credits on everything now, which fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I, I did really want to see this fight between pepper cat and like seven kilobots. I thought yeah. it'd be very fun. Uh, we don't get that though. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you were so disappointed when immediately um, Spike and Sloan show up uh, to to help out. Which, uh, but you know, thankfully, Mitch, you are going to get your wish because uh, uh, Keith Turtle and uh, Cyan Dog are immediately going to fucking just eat it, and so it is yeah. just going to be uh, Pepper Cat versus Seven Metapods. <laughs> Until, because uh, Genkai and um, Artesh have a, they're both pretending that uh, they don't care and they're not worried, yeah. which is 
fine, okay. Um, Icky and Medibi kind of tricked him, like, hey, look behind you, it's Sam and Pepper Cat, and they turn around, and they're like, oh, you guys do care. I'm like, isn't the whole point of this show, like, friendship and caring about your friends is cool, actually? Here's here's the thing about the Arkdash line, though, is Arkdash says internally, oh, God, I'm so worried about my beloved peppercorn. And then his line to, like, distract away from that is, God, I love Peppercat so much, I'm sure she could win this battle. I don't know if that's really convincing anybody <laughs> anything either way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, he's got a funny way of, of doing things. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it is very much this. I mean, at least we're not getting another episode that's like Icky assuming that Genkai is secretly trying to like throw the match or whatever. Um, he is legitimately trying to get them to admit that yes, they want to go help out. Uh, yeah, which is when. Uh, well, oh man. Um, do we? Shit, I'm lost in my own notes. Okay, yeah, this is this yeah, is they, before that. Yeah. Uh, oh, we we skipped over. Um, Black Beetle really wants to go in and wreck shit. Uh, but Cam. This is where Cam says that he wants to gamble on it. He yeah. wants to make a, a bet as to whether or not who's going to come out on top. Um, then we yeah. get the Icky and Genkai scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah and again, Spike more gambling. Again. Yeah, he's addicted. He has an addiction. Uh, he needs to get help. Um, <laughs> Explain Blackjack live on the episode. Yeah. No edits. <laughs> going, to, going to Blackjack Wizard right there. Uh, listen, Cam is just a sister's kid out there. <laughs> He might technically be a sister's kid, for all we know. That's right. Yeah. Definitely not number one, though. Going uh, out there and saying that. Um, who knows? Well, I mean, um, uh, uh, Professor, what's his name? Yozuru, or whatever his name is. He He's not the best trucker this side of the Robo Mason Dixon, but he might be the best cyber trucker in Japan. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know where he is. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we go back to the fighting, and um, fight's called off. Well, uh, um, hold up. First, yeah. the screws show up to let mm-hmm. uh, Icky and Genkai and everybody know that, that yeah. Sam's in trouble. But um, Sam and Peppercat, they they have some good moves in here. Uh, mm-hmm. Peppercat manages to get two two of the or several of the Metabots to shoot Exor and um, uh, uh, Unitrix mm-hmm. to to help you know like even the odds a little bit. So like she's doing a good job. Yeah. Um. But then they get cornered. Uh. And this is when Cam sees that uh, B and Arkdash are making their way towards the forest along with Zuru and Dorcas, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is kind of, you know, every, it seems like we're going to get an even match. Um, uh, until the rest of the of Minitora and Kentora's gang just runs away at the sight of, of uh, you know, Dorcas, Metabi, and Arkdash. Yeah. Uh, Susie says, I've got a hair appointment. Susie, go bye-bye. And then runs <laughs> off. I love Susie so much. Uh it's very good um and we start up um it's just the balkan skull there uh everyone else says they're gonna hang back and trust that pepper cat can do it yeah i mean it's, and, it's still a two-on-one match but they really do believe in in her and sam's skills <laughs> and guess what believing in your friends knowing that they can do something is good actually yeah and also this is the, yeah this is the the moral we should be getting from the show uh remember samantha was Top 10 ranked in all of Japan, I believe. Yes. Last season, last series. Like so, consistently, like one of the top fighters in Japan. <laughs> yeah. So even if she wasn't hiding behind a mask and fighting in place of somebody who's better, like was still really damn good at fighting. Yeah. And let me tell you, Peppercat, Peppercat go morale, and it's very nice. Uh, 
Pepper Cat does go meow. Yeah. Uh, uh, she also electrocutes them via the snow, uh, and she licks her paws. It's all very good. Yeah, the the grooming was weird to me personally, yeah. but uh, it was a, still it was very a good. Um, yeah, hey, I I play. That's how I play Smash Bros. I yeah. get in one hit and then I immediately start taunting. Yeah, um, well, because she the, she thinks that she takes a takes out Exor, yeah. um, and then goes to do her little paw lick taunt maneuver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out that actually uh, they had put uh, like a second one one of those little fake tokens in Exor so that yeah. he could play dead and make uh, Sam and Peppercat think that he was taken out. And at the last minute, he kind of jumps out from where he was like sitting and grabs uh, Peppercat and like holds a claw up to her neck or whatever. Yeah, this is generally great strategy out of these two. Bo- Bozos. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, speaking of this bozos, is smart cheating. Yeah. Uh, they outright say, so much for a fair fight with these jokers. And Colin, I'm something of a joke man myself. Uh, as, as we know, I have become, I've become the juicer. Um, I, I, I live in a society now. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's, uh, they said the word joker on screen. I immediately got excited because. You've been talking all day about how you're becoming um, goofified, and then I mean that's all I joke about on my uh, my private Twitter. Yeah, is how I mean, awful my job is, and yeah. how I do in fact um, put smiles on the face of fish in Gotham Bay. Yeah, um, and just you know, my work is just very not great at this exact moment. Uh, not even for the actual like nothing related to the work that I'm doing, but just the certain uh, problems. Uh, at my job are just turning me into the jogger. Uh, and it's just, yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. Um, we run in a town. Uh, <laughs> um, but so they start yelling at bulk and skull and they're like, Hey, we don't care as long as we win. And Kintora's like, Hey, winning just makes you feel good. You know, on the inside, <laughs> which is great. Uh, Art dash starts cheering for his beloved pepper cat, who then says, you guys are kitty litter. <laughs> and knocks him out with one throw. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Well, it's it's not just one throw. Like, basically, so, like, you know, they've got her by the throat, holding yeah. her in place. The other one's about to snipe her head off. And she basically does a standing front flip to, yeah. like, suplex throw them into each other. It yeah. It fucking whips ass. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. It's I, – I, I was cheering. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a very fun fight. Like, it was – um. I've mentioned before, like how dynamic the um, the fights have gotten lately, um, more so than sometimes they were in the original series. Um, <laughs> it, more stylized, definitely, uh, more dynamic in that in a stylized way, as opposed to more um, like necessarily action and uh, like positioning. But it's really cool. Um, I really like what they're doing now with the like the muzzle flashes off the guns and um, the shines off the the blades. Like they're they're going for style here, and it's hey. Yeah, I mean, when this, everything else isn't good, uh, at least look good, right? That's yeah, my I motto mean, in life. Yeah, because like Damashi, up until like uh, you know maybe ten episodes, is having a really poor problem like placing their their episodes in like environments, and they were really failing at like the technical aspects of like mm-hmm. frame, like you know choreographing a fight scene, and like this like 
they very they they figured out their environmental issues and made those look good. This is the first like one that just like is like technically looks very good. Like they are making use of some environmental stuff and like yeah. you know they have nice backgrounds, but it's like they're not. It's not like they're using the trees or anything. And even then, it's still like it. Just this fight looks so good. Like the mm-hmm. movements are so good. They frame everything really well. Like this is just a a, a pleasure to watch. Yeah, it is by the book a good fight. <laughs> Um, we, I mean, the, the episode's over, like pepper, Dat, pepper cat defeated both bad guys shows over. Yeah. Right. And then wait, no blam <laughs> pepper cat dies. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess, uh, uh, black beetle won the, um, won the bet because she gets to come in here and just start be just shooting the shit out of everybody, uh, takes up pepper cat. Uh, you know, th- this is the point where everyone's like, okay, cool. We actually do need to come in here now. So we have uh, Darkus B, uh, and, uh, you know, um, uh, Arc Dash coming in. Darkus and Meta B use the Metaphors. Uh, Black Beetle, like, takes a, kind of like dodges it. And then it, like, they, they spiraled their Metaphors together and it curves around and hits her. So, but she no-sells it. Like, she's fine. So what... <laughs> So I, I, first of all, I have a problem with them both just whipping out the metaphors, like just by Super Saiyan powering up and screaming, like just in general. I'm not a big fan of that trope, but um, it this makes would make sense more in sense. What they're going to set up, they have to yeah. make it happen really quickly. Yeah. We've already established yeah. they know how to do it. Bloody bloody blah, blah. They're being my, friends. My problem is this is a Rakusho and Metabi move. <laughs> it is. It is not a Raku. It's not a, a Metabi and Dorgas move because at all. like it it is kind of showing them working together as friends in a team, but they yeah. aren't friends or a team. They are casual fighting acquaintances. Yeah. It's, it's a weird like pseudo relationship. They're kind of forcing on us, but then they say, all right, time to cross the streams. And then they cross the streams and that allows them to angle and make it follow black beetle to. Yeah, the no, point I've, where, watched, I've, I've watched Macross. Yeah. That's how lasers work uh, to the point where multiple people said they crossed the streams. So We'll get Ghostbuster references, but we're not going to get a Star Wars joke, even a bad one. Yeah, you know, um, just a couple of years later. Um, they're they're and, big. Uh, 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 <laughs> look, I was about to say Tom Hanks instead of Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they probably are big Tom Hanks fans, though. Yeah, this they, is they uh, love Philadelphia. This uh, is 2001. I mean, that's that's big Tom Hanks time. Um, then Arc Dash starts yelling, so that's fun. Yeah, well, because Arc Dash is, you know, has this emotional bond with Pepper Cat, uh, because this is what the metaphor is now. It's about love. It's not about friendship. Uh, and so this friendship, is what uh, friendship is love. Yeah, uh, this is what what unlocks his metaphor's ability, and he's able to use the metaphor's and um, yeah, uh, uh, so takes takes out Black Beetle. He's uh, Genkai recognizes what's going on and says, "Arc Dash, metaphor's fury." To which yeah. Arc Dash screams "Furious Dash" and shoots out a pink beam. Yeah. Now I, I'm a big fan of the pink beam. Um, I don't like Furious Dash as much though. <laughs> he is Arc Dash though. You got to put and your name is, in there. He is furious. I'll, I'll give him that. Like yeah. the name is on the nose to be sure. Uh, would you say that he's fast as well? He's very speedy. The dash form is the fast form of Arc Beetle. <laughs> oh man, what's the name of Fast and the Furious in Japan? Uh. It's something ridiculous. Um, I, I think they just call it Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift. No, they don't. Uh, uh, they, they have a very specific name, and it's great. Uh, Wild Speed. 
Uh, it's it's called so. Uh, yeah, in right. Japan, the Fast and Furious franchise is called Wild Speed. So you have the Fast and Furious is Wild Speed. Uh, Too Fast, Too Furious is um, uh, Wild Speed X2. Uh, All right. The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is Wild Speed X3 Tokyo Drift. Fast, okay. Fast and Furious, also known as F4, is um, Buddy Buddy Buddy. Uh, Wild Speed Max. Max is in all caps. Uh, Fast Five is Wild Speed Mega Max. Fast right. and Furious Six is Wild Speed Euro Mission. Fa- Furious uh. Seven is Wild Speed Sky Mission. Fast and uh. the or the fate of the Furious is Wild Speed Icebreak, and then Fast and okay. Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw is Wild Speed Super Combo. Um, and then okay. finally, F Nine right. was Wild Speed Jet Break. <laughs> All right. Okay. They got a theme there. I'm not a big fan of the, the Euro mission and stuff, but uh, like the rest of those names, yeah. Hey, those are just as good, if not better, than the Fast and Furious yeah. franchise name over uh, here. But clearly, uh, we just got the localized version of Arkdash's actual Metaphors attack, which is Wild Speed. <laughs> hey, it, it works with the name very well. <laughs> um, and then this is what makes the episode good to me. The rest of it can go die well maybe not Susie go bye-bye but the rest of the episode yeah like whatever uh we get more genkai backstory we do uh because they're like oh how how could you possibly have a rare metal that could uh use the metaphors even though we know that you don't have to have a rare metal to use the metaphors (laughs) also you can just fight them on the side of the road yeah (laughs) Um, that's what icky did he just found one and no one questioned it like yeah that never came up in the first series. Like Aki's just like, Oh, Hey, you found this. That's cool. Yeah. That like <laughs> it was stolen well, from to, somebody and the guy mur- to, was murdered for it and <laughs> nothing ever happened about it. They just never brought it up again. To be fair. Genkai also finds his on the side of the road. Uh, sort because of. his, his father told him he would buy him a medal for a metabot. Once he had drawn an entire like notebook full of metabots that he liked which is kind of a cool thing. Like, hey, I want yeah. you out of appreciation of the things. I want you to draw a bunch of metabots that you like, and then uh, we'll get you a medal. Per, you know, probably so that, like, they can use the drawings and say, oh, well, what metabot would you really like? Which one do you like the most? And, like, that's a really engaging thing. Yeah. Uh, so little baby Genkai is, uh, uh, has several of these papers, and also, they get blown away in the wind, and one of them ends up underneath a car tire, and he gets upset about it. And well, who comes out but somebody offering to, oh, those are such good Metabots drawings. Okay. So having your child <laughs> do a bunch of things like draw a bunch of Metabots, one, shows how serious the kid is. And two, if the kid actually sticks around and does it for a long time, you know it's probably worth the investment of the money because yeah. blah, blah, blah. The other thing is the the drawing doesn't get stuck under the car tire. Baby Genkai runs into the street and is nearly hit by a car. Oh, yeah, that's we, true. We, we, hear the, we hear the car slam, and we see a man who get is, out checking on the child. Who's, who is letting this kid be completely unsupervised and playing and, like, drawing cartoons in the street? Uh, okay, I, we've hinted at this before, but what we've seen of Genkai's home life and then now, I, I think Genkai's got bad parents. Or they, like, they I, might be both working parents and they can't afford to, like, have a nanny or something. Like, I'm yeah. willing to cut them a little bit of slack, but... But I mean, because he's unsupervised a lot, um, his family's never home. Uh, he takes a lot of responsibility for his sister. He, he calls a playground his apartment. He lived <laughs> in an abandoned bowling alley. I'm gonna say like his home life is a little more rough than like a, such a sweet boy deserves. 
Well, I mean, you know, Icky's dad is a high-level government employee, um, and not everybody can have that life. Uh, you know, it's, Icky's dad is probably, a war criminal. <laughs> yeah, there's probably more kids like the little girl whose parents got chased off by the Yakuza than there are kids like Icky or Karen or Koji who come from, you know, incredible means. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I think this is painting a bigger picture of Genkai than maybe necessarily the... Uh, the writers were intending us to see yeah but um hey i buy it if uh if metabots damashi has a theme other than hey gender also like romance it's it's definitely hey your station in society and parental issues yeah so that's fun uh, but yeah, so, yeah. Uh, uh this man <laughs> this man nearly runs over a toddler in broad daylight yeah but stops um, it does and gets stop. out to make sure that the small, tiny child is okay, sees these beautiful drawings of Metabots, and recognizing the love that this boy has, he offers him a rare medal. And who is this but Zuru's dad? Yeah. That's a, that's a fun little thing to throw in there. Hey, your dad almost ran me over when I was a child, and that's how I got my best friend of the world. Like, yeah. That's a, that's a fun little twist. Also, it really makes me think that uh, the Zuru thinking his dad is a villain is a complete misunderstanding. Yeah. And, like, we're going to find out that this guy's, like, been enslaved to the, the extreme tech corporation or something. Like, he's locked in a cell somewhere. Uh, his brain that- has been taken out and put in a metabot or yeah. whatever. I was just going to say, it turns out the Dr. Meta Evil Michael technology actually <laughs> actually was used on uh, Zuru Zura. Zuru Zura? Zuru Zuru Gazuru? I don't uh, I don't know. They've never said it. They've said it like once. Uh yeah. Dimashi's really bad with names is uh just a recurring problem. Uh and, and look, you cannot franchise and uh, like merchandise your anime property without properly showing the names of the characters multiple times in episodes so kids form a bond with the names. So it becomes yeah. part of their lexicon, they say over and over again to their parents, making the parents go out and buy the toys with that name on there. Just so the kid will like have that thing, like yeah, this is one of the reasons Metabots failed. Like, not that many toys, and they never said the goddamn bad guys' names. Like, well, come on. The, also, I mean, well, they never I made mean, a Michael Metabots toy. Was, Metabots was dead in the ground by the time Dimashi happened, so we can't really blame it. I can because uh, I can blame whatever the hell I want. <laughs> This is my podcast. Who's, who's going to come on here and, and uh, say you're wrong? Mr. Metabot himself? <laughs> no, he's too much of a coward. Oh, yeah. Um, I I just get revved up when I see vehicular manslaughter on screen. You know, it, it, fun yeah. for my kid's show. Um, As we all do, yeah. <laughs> but yeah Who doesn't uh, love Maximum Overdrive or whatever that fucking Stephen King novel is? <laughs> um, what is that? What is what? The... <laughs> I was going to make a joke about another Stephen King novel, and I could not think of any, because I don't necessarily enjoy any of that man's work. I think yeah. he's a worse R.L. Stein, and R.L. Stein mostly has ghostwriters. So. <laughs> Brave of you to think that any that there are more R.L. Stein novels written by R.L. Stein than there are any other author ghostwriting for him, or that R.L. Stein is saying. even a real person. Uh. I believe he's a real person. I don't. I, I just believe most of his work was done by other people. I, I think that uh, the the only real R.L. Stein is Jack Black playing him in the Goosebumps movie. <sighs> that was a good movie, though. That was a very good movie. <laughs> 
I saw it in theaters opening night. I I generally really enjoy that movie. I thought Jack Black was phenomenal in it. Um, I had fun. I relied a little too heavily on Slappy, but I mean, you got to merchandise your mascot somehow. Slappy? The the little dummy? I d- I didn't see it. I I am oh. not. Uh, the only thing the only thing that sticks out of my mind as far as goosebumps go is whatever gooey man was on one that my brother had, and then also the say cheese and die cover. Say cheese and die. Hey, say cheese and die is a classic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, according goosebumps to is our friend's podcast, it was the second best thing ever of all things. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Um. I'm not going to agree with that at all <laughs> but, well hey. the only thing better than it was bedtime slurp and water uh <laughs> mm-hmm. look i goosebumps is good and it got um kids around the world to read books yeah like i i'm never gonna fault a book franchise from providing cheap easy to read books for children especially something that's not romance based like that's <laughs> like that's pretty big like it's a horror oh. series for kids that got them to read and Matter you prefer when your children's media isn't like shoehorned with romance? Is that what you're saying, Mitch? Hey, my favorite children's media property at the time was Animorphs, which <laughs> had romance in it. But guess what? Those it kids also had went... war crimes. Uh, yeah, that that was... was about the Iraq War. That was a great book series. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. The romance was really handled. And guess what? They all had war trauma at the end and could not have happy relationships with each other. <laughs> <laughs> the ones who survived. It was very good. Um, yeah. Uh, Metabots Amishi, however, uh, I, I, the the metaphors is destroys Black Beetle. Cam says, yeah. "Hey, you two idiots! I'll keep you hired if you <laughs> fetch me whatever remains of Black Beetle." I'm like, all right, oh yeah, yeah we fine. had episode left, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll go back to talking about goosebumps. That's fine. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, they, uh, you know, Cam's like, "Hey, listen, I'll forgive you if you bring my Metabot back." Uh, and they do. Um, yeah. Then uh, Arc Dash and Metabee start fighting again. Arc- this is where Arc Dash calls him Bean and tells him he's gonna whatever farm joke he says. Um, blah blah blah. Rox is sitting there and goes, "You know, I'm a lot like those guys." And Zuru goes, uh, "Those guys are idiots. Thankfully, you're nothing like them." To which Rox responds, I disagree. We each have a special bomb with our masters that can never be broken. And he yeah. looks longingly at Zuru, who just yeah. kind of looks at him for a second and goes, too true. Let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, going, like, Zuru right. is completely wrong. The thing that Dorcas is bringing up is the fact that they all have rare metals, which they do. Yeah. <laughs> which I, the, the generous way to read this is he's like, I want to correct him, but having the strong bond is important to him and also our friendship. So I will not correct him. I will agree because we do have a strong bond, but that is not what makes the three of us the same. Uh, That's the generous reading. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the reading I immediately interpreted as like, Hey, Zuru is an asshole who doesn't understand his own emotions and the emotions of others very well. Well, yeah, he's he's just just like, he's like, all right. uh, Yeah. 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 Sure. Buddy. Let's go home. Let's get away from these guys. Um, Yeah. The the last thing I have to say is in the little closing segment with Meta B, he says, will Arkdash ever jumpstart Peppy Poo's tin heart? And I'm like, that's a lot of words you put together there, friend. Yeah, I, you know, I could take peppercorn. I cannot take Peppy Poo's tin heart. Uh, that's a little too much for me. <laughs> hey, it was very fun to hear a friend of the show, Joseph Matiki, say <laughs> Peppy Poo. Yeah, a co-host of the show. Legally distinct co-host of the show, Joseph Matiki. 
I'm not going to put that on him. He's free. <laughs> I, I'm not going to give him any sort of uh, social contract there. Just friend of the show. That's good enough for me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think we should at least say it so that it gets put on his IMDb and therefore we get more people on the show. Uh, as we are about <laughs> to finish making left. it. <laughs> um, speaking of which, um, start thinking of questions to send us, I want to say. Because yeah. uh, now's yeah, a good time to think of them. Yeah, we're going to... We'll, you know, we have four episodes of covering like episodes left, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna do like a series wrap up. If you want to send in questions, that's when we'll read them. Uh, feel uh, free to do a, the series wrap up on Metabots, Metabots Damashi, um, a little bit of Flint the Time Detective. Uh, send in questions about st- how Stella got her groove back, if you'd like. Uh, <laughs> really, uh, any show we've talked on, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, cat in the hot tin roof if you must um fiddler on the roof uh yeah you know um the color purple like really anything <laughs> um dr horrible sing-along blog i know no, it's 2021 never i will quit <laughs> i will walk out i will i will close audacity <laughs> <laughs> come to us at, no i'm not even gonna throw that bad juju on the show never mind i was gonna make a joke about the thing i posted in discord before uh before we started recording and i'm sorry i i'm sorry that thought crossed my mind i've i've already forgotten what it was which is probably for the better it was that funko pop (laughs) oh god yeah uh all right um my name's mitch i'm on twitter at big bad beetle boy that's boy with a y um colin where can people find you on twitter uh, you can find me at Pagetish or Pagetesk. Pagetish is my public Twitter that I don't use. Pagetish is my private Twitter that I do use. Um, and you can also find the show at MetaWatch and Met- at MetaRotch. MetaRotch is where uh, Mitch has been lovingly rendering GIFs. They look so good. I love to look at them. You do us a service by putting them available online for everybody to look at. I think it's the only reason we have any Twitter followers. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you do follow MetaRotch, I'm very thankful. I appreciate your views. I appreciate uh, any retweets so more people can see how good this animation is. I don't necessarily appreciate being added at during MetaBot fights. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Untag me, please. Oh, or people getting into fights and tagging you in them about MetaBot's opinions or fucking whatever. <laughs> uh, mostly NFT-related stuff, uh, which I definitely oh, yeah. don't want to see in my life. But, you know, definitely, hey, just... Yeah. Good net etiquette is to untag people when you tag a tag a thing. Unless oh, you're saying how no, great I am. <laughs> people don't know how to do that. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time somebody like replied to something I retweeted and didn't like fucking untag me for it or untag the re- the person who made the retweet, like yeah, there's no yeah, way yeah. you're talking to both those people. Uh, yeah, some Twitter etiquette. Uh, <laughs> we okay, Colin. We're gonna sit here. We're gonna brainstorm a happy ending bit. Because we've been grumpy today, and we need a we need to leave off with a joke. <sighs> I don't have any jokes either. Mitch, you're gonna make me tell the story, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna make you tell. A you're story. gonna make me. You're gonna make me tell the story about how I got this bazinga. Man, oh, yeah.